better, I guess, newer entries and new horror movies and trying to watch different things. But, you know, it's it's tough to give something a shot when you don't have much to go off of, you know. And when it comes to this time of year, you also want to go back to some classics. You want to go back and you want to watch some stuff that is still true and true to itself what you want around this time of year the things you want to watch like everybody has that one horror movie that they watch every halloween no matter what i have a couple of different ones it's not all that crazy and one of them is definitely i sit down and i watch one of the puppet master films now no i'm not talking about the puppet master with um donald sutherland's father no, Donald Sutherland is the father. It's Kiefer Sutherland. Kiefer Sutherland's the son. And it's Don, uh, the, the Puppet Master with Donald Sutherland. No, what I'm talking about is the Puppet Master horror series, which was huge in the early 90s. I think the first one comes out in 1989, but that in the late, early to late 90s, throughout the 90s, actually, is when they really started picking up steam and creating these further stories within the realm. With the main focus being, you know, the animatronics of the puppets themselves. You know, this is when animatronics was huge. You know, everything was done by animatronics. Anything you, any sort of extraterrestrial character or any sort of vision you wanted for what a, something you couldn't put an actor inside a suit for, it would be animatronics. Chucky, most of the things in the Chucky movie are part animatronics. You know, a lot of footage for Jurassic Park was all done animatronically. So this was done by a production company called Full Moon, which is also an affiliation with another uh, production company called Moonbeam, where they created the Puppet Master series. Now, we're talking about a film series that is, I want to say, 14 films deep, with at least a f another film as a sort of spin-off, so maybe 15 films. I'm, I'm just going to go out and say it that we're going to talk about like the first five because everything after that is really just not worth it at all. So it starts off with the regular Puppet Master. Now, what Puppet Master originally started off in uh, 1989 was uh, a horror movie. It was meant to be like people getting murdered by little puppets. And the puppeteer had created this thing that was like an ancient serum that he got um, from like an Egyptian tomb. The puppeteer's name is Andre Toulon. Now Andre Toulon pops up throughout all of these films because he's the one that created the puppets. So when the puppets are created, that's kind of like, okay, they exist and they exist pretty much forever. I don't necessarily think you ever really see a puppet die in any of them. I don't believe so. Off the top of my head, I can't recall any puppets dying at all. So, if you're considering all of that, also consider that this takes place during, I want to say the time frame is like the 1940s and 1950s, probably more 1940s, because it's around, it's around the time of the Second World War, because it really focuses on Nazis, and what happens is, is that Toulon is meant to create this for the Nazi regime. And then he decides against it, and then he uses the puppets he created, and then he starts killing Nazis and killing everybody, essentially. So that's what sort of the first one 
um, is all about. Once you get through that one, and you know that it's going to move on to something else, you go on to Puppet Master 2. Puppet Master 2 is released a year later. And what that one is sort of about is it more focuses on a lot of the more he's not really the good guy of the story because you want to say okay maybe he is the good guy because he's killing nazis like no this is when he actually starts killing people i'm pretty sure this is the one that takes place in the hotel if this isn't the one that takes place in the hotel it's definitely the third one um because the third one is titled toulon's revenge now what that essentially is is toulon is trying to sort of make re he's trying to remake himself in a way because he wants to now live forever essentially so he's kind of puppeteered himself and what he's trying to do is he's trying to create use the serum to put inside the body of a giant puppet where he could live forever but he's got to transfer his existence this this probably sounds bad the way I'm trying to explain it, but we're talking about really old movies, and these were all like sort of a straight to DVD thing. You know, these were not even straight to DVD; these were straight to VHS. Like the only reason I got into these was because they were on the shelf in the horror section of the of the video store that I would rent videos from, and I saw them, and I was like, "Oh, it's toys, but it's killer toys. I like Child's Play. Let me watch these killer toys," and. I also really liked almost anything that Full Moon was doing. Like, I know if I saw the little Full Moon symbol, you knew that you were getting something that was not, you know, the greatest quality, but good. Like, it was good for what they were offering. And Full Moon has a lot of really good titles under their belt, especially in the 90s. And this is probably one of the longest lasting series they have. Because they knew that they had popularity. By the time the third one came around, there was popularity circling pup the, the puppets in and of themselves, you know. And you're talking about a lot of really good merchandise for these films, too. So, in the first one, kind of a good guy, killing Nazis. Second or third one, he turns into a bad guy, he's killing people in the hotel room. Um, after he's killing people in the hotel room, I believe that's when they introduce a lot of other... Um, puppets as well there's usually a revolving door of i want to say possibly 20 different puppets something like that especially if when you go deeper into it all the ones that i know about there's at least eight that are solid within my mind that i know were they they are the 100 those are the ones that are the og ones one of them being blade which is this white doll in like a black trench coat and hat one hand is a hook, the other hand is a knife. Very iconic imaging. His face is sort of this smiling skull. It's super cool, and it was super cool back then as well. Uh, another big one is Pinhead. Pinhead is this giant puppet almost with like huge muscles, but a very, very tiny head, hence why they call him Pinhead. And it, it, he's just got super strength, and he's like crushing people's heads and breaking bones and shit. Uh, then you have the Jester. I don't believe the Jester has any powers. His head kind of spins, and it'll show you whether or not he's, like, sad or happy. I don't necessarily think he does a lot, from what I recall. But then there's Tunneler, and Tunneler is this soldier-looking character whose head is 
it's it's been replaced with like a drill and that's how he kills people he kind of just points his head down and runs at them and he drills into them there's actually a really great scene uh in one of the movies i want to say maybe toulon's revenge the third one where he runs at somebody from underneath the bed right into their ankle and like crushes their ankle bone and they fall to the ground and then other shit starts happening to them because it it never takes just one puppet there's always every puppet in the room killing one person because again they're puppets They're, they're they're like like i don't know maybe a foot and a half tall but we're talking about movies that are meant to portray these characters as being really really vicious and another vicious one is six shooter who's just a puppet with six arms who's meant to be a cowboy and and he pulls out guns that shoot real bullets so it gets really vicious and then you have torch who's essentially just this i think he's actually meant to portray like a like a nazi shoulder not a nazi shoulder a nazi sh- soldier mixed with like a darth vader type character and he's got a flamethrower on his hand and the flame is like crazy heavy, heavy strong. So this little puppet is able to burn people alive, and it's it's um, it's nuts. And I think he comes out in Puppet Master Two. I believe his first appearance is Puppet Master Two. So if his first appearance is Puppet Master Two, I think Puppet Master Two is just Nazis. So one and two is all Nazis, and then Toulon's Revenge is all murdering actual people in like modern day like we're talking it jumps 40 years to modern day people in a hotel that toulon runs so you have those guys then you have leech woman which is just this really skinny doll in a dress and she she throws up leeches and the leeches like attach to people's body and they start like sucking the blood like leeches do but they're like extra deadly leeches and she'll just spit leeches out one after another, just leech and then leech and then leech, and it's just really weird. But like that's the core group right there. It's Blade, Pinhead, uh, Jester, Tunnler, Six Shooter, Leech Woman, and um, Torch. Now, by the time we hit the fourth film, we've already established all of these characters, and they're already like utilized as being like, yeah, these are the the big baddies, so to speak. They're they're the main focus of what is um meant to be the catalyst of the film now after that we go into puppet master 4 in puppet master 4 like i was saying before and i digress into a conversation about talking with the actual puppets themselves in puppet master 4 there's a paradigm shift that is given to this storyline as in they realize that people love the puppets they love the puppets so much they found it to be more worthwhile to make it where the puppets are essentially good. So now the puppets are not killing people or maybe it's it was the idea of making it where it's the evil people who are controlling them. So essentially what happens is uh, Andre Toulon is long gone. His nephew inherits his like mansion his hotel with all the murders of part three take place and he discovers the puppets and he also discovers that there that that serum that he found in an egyptian tomb has a really sinister connection to this demon in the underworld who wants to now like take over earth and he creates these other little demons that are the same size 
as the puppets and sends them out there to kind of do all the murdering where now the puppets are the good guys murdering the demons. So the whole film that is really focused on that, it's focused on the, the murdering of all of these demon puppets that come from this demon in hell who is like you took the the secret to the serum i made to make like deadly puppets and now i like want it back but now i also want to take over the world in a way so you have the 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 nephew now who's controlling the the puppets and the, he's controlling them essentially for good so the, he's doing good with these puppets and that leads into part five which was titled the final chapter because i'm assuming they probably were meeting for that to be the last film in the series now part five um comes out in 94 yeah part five is 94 it was one every year so it's 89 90 91 93 i think they skip a year i think it's 92 to 94 or it's 91 to 93 then 94 but by but ni by 94 is chapter five which is called the final chapter and that's meant to be this huge crescendo where they introduce another puppet um, called Decapitron, who is essentially the embodiment of Andre Toulon. <laughs> Even just talking about it is just making me feel like I am totally butchering the explanation for this and probably, probably ruining it. For anybody who might ever be interested in going back to the 90s and watching these glorious, glorious films. I, I love the first five Puppet Masters. They are all so, so good. Now, after that, there's another film that comes out that I am also a big fan of, which is called uh, Puppet Master vs. Demonic Toys. That doesn't come out for at least another 10 years because we're talking, this is when Full Moon was still doing the best they could to kind of keep afloat. And they were like, you know, let's make... Like a versus film, you know, almost any time you own the rights to various and other pieces of, I guess, content, they you might find it worthwhile to be like, oh, you know what, let's make these two things fight each other, you know, Godzilla versus Kong is a great example of that. You own the character Godzilla, you own the character Kong, let's make them fight. Um, Frankenstein versus the Wolfman, a film that came out in like the 30s or 40s. That's another perfect example of that. So they decided, Full Moon, to do Puppet Master versus Tomonic Toys sometime in 2004. It's good, essentially because it's also part of Corey Feldman's repertoire. Like, he plays um, this doctor who is the one in control of the puppets this time. And now you have the Demonic Toys, which are characters from another animatronic film done by Full Moon. Um, that is also really good. Demonic Toys by itself is really good. But putting these two together is just an animatronic versus an animatronic again. And it's funny to kind of see the two of them go at it. And I think like the storyline for that is it takes place on Christmas. Corey Feldman is a toy maker scientist who's... They they like this big toy company wants to like get him to make these lifelike toys and he knows he has this serum because he's also somehow a descendant of the Toulon blood rain so he has this um th this way of doing it but then again he doesn't want to do it so then people steal it from him and when they steal it from him the demonic toys somehow get involved 
because the demonic toys are being led by a demon who's like, we're going to make Christmas a living hell. <laughs> like, I I think I remember on the on the cover, I got to find this, on the cover of Puppet Master vs. Demonic Toys, there's this really funny phrase that they have. Yeah, here it is. R- Rumble in the toy box. <laughs> Rumble in the toy box it's just so funny to just see evil toys versus evil toys and it's such a great film for what it's there for you know it's none of these i don't think a single one of these films has ever been worthwhile to go into a movie theater at all or people to pay tickets for no it, it, these are all about like you knew it from back in the 90s and you followed it or you were exposed to it by somebody else knowing about it and that's how you got into it now what I also have to comment on is the fact that these are, again, there's 15 of these films, but I only really care about six of them. You know, I've watched two other ones. I watched Curse of the Puppet Master, which is a real butcher of a film. Like, it's such a ridiculous film. It's about this this um, uh, family who has access to the puppets and... He one of the the um, members of the family is like a bit mentally disabled, so he's like trying to like be a normal guy. It's almost like um, what's his name from us my of uh, of mice and men Lenny. It's like if Lenny and the Puppet Masters were put in a movie together. That's essentially what this is, and it end. I don't remember the movie all that well, but I remember it ending really poorly, and it ended with like somehow the 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 mentally disabled character dies and they put him into a puppet slash animatronic robot slash giant television screen <laughs> and that's essentially how the movie ends so it really just doesn't make any sense and it's it was really bad for me to watch that after knowing what i love about the first 5 films and that's just not even to say the least. After that, there's another one that's called, like, I think Retro Puppet Master that I don't think got a lot of um, hype either. I haven't seen that one. I haven't bothered with it. Then they have Puppet Master uh, Legacy, which is the first film in the 2000s. Uh, after that comes the Puppet Master Demonic Toys. Then it's four straight movies of it going back in time. <laughs> well, not back in time. It's not time traveling. It's going back to the era of what the original two films was about being Nazis. So you have Access of Evil, Access Rising, Access Termination, and then The Littlest Reich. These are all Puppet Master films that are all about the puppets versus the Nazi regime. (laughs) I haven't watched a single one of them. I don't want to because I don't want to be further ruined for what I love about these films. I am going to say the first five are totally worth it from start to finish. And if you ever did give these films a shot and you wanted to go back and see something that was kind of this little bit of 90s, you know, VHS store glory, those first five films are fantastic. Once you get to Curse of the Puppet Master, don't even bother with the rest of it. And I'm telling you, they've been making films up to... 2018 2019 i think no 2020 is the last film that they made which wasn't even a puppet master film i think it was like a blade spinoff and i don't think it went anywhere i don't even think i've heard much about it. i think it was planned and then canceled actually 
here it is right here. Okay, Blade, the Iron Cross. It has no Wikipedia page. <laughs> it's called Blade, the Iron Cross. It was released in... It, it was meant to be released in 2020, but there is no information about it. And that's just upsetting because Blade is a really good character, and I don't mind the idea of a spinoff at all. It's just so... It's so upsetting to know that this series, probably a series with the longest list of films, especially when it comes to how many films are usually made for a horror movie. You know, you have Friday the 13th, that's got at least 10 films. Uh, no, if you include the remake, I think that makes it 11 films. And then, depending on where you want to put Freddy versus Jason, that would make it about 12. So 11 to 12 films in... Uh, Friday the 13th. Nightmare on Elm Street has about 8 or 9, depending on where you put Friday, Freddy vs. Jason. Um, Halloween has, I think, 10. Hellraiser's got 12. Um, Chucky has at least 6 or 7 films with a TV show. All of these films. And then here you have Puppet Master with like 15, 16 films. One of them being a spinoff. And that is crazy you know we're talking about they they made comic books for these characters like the puppet master series is such a glorious triumph of what it is to be like the underdog in the in like the genre and to have this cult following regardless of what might have happened after the fact you might have a lot of people who really praise all the stuff with the nazis after 20 uh, 2010 and 2004 and all that. You might really appreciate those. You might have people that really praise those and praise all of these films. I can't really talk about anything like that because I haven't seen anything after 2004. And I don't think I ever will. Maybe I'll give it a chance one day, but I re it, it's really difficult for me to see myself doing that. Especially when all I, all I really need to do is go back and watch the first five and binge them straight through like that's a sunday that's a sunday morning into a sunday afternoon just enjoying nothing but the puppet master show uh, the puppet master uh films so if you have never heard of these before definitely go all the way back to the first one and then appreciate what they were able to do being such a small company and being these videos that you only saw on the shelves and i'm talking about it because i feel like these are going to get lost in time unless people out there who are huge fans talk about it. So I'm a huge fan. I'm talking about it. And I'm really, really hoping that this kind of opens some other people's minds to say, I've never heard of this before. I'm going to go back and watch it. And if you're one of those people that are listening right now, definitely, definitely, definitely this Halloween season, at least give the first one a shot. If you don't like the first one, you don't have to keep going, but at least give the first one a shot. I might have not explained it to the best of my ability, but I truly love these films, and I will, I will go, I will die, I will die on the hill to defend the first five. After that is free game. Whatever you want to say about them, I don't care. But the the first five. I will die on the hill for. I will die on the hill for Puppet Master 1, 2, 3, 4, and 5. I will.